This is the Danger Close Podcast, Beyond the Books, with me, Jack Carr. Welcome to the Danger Close Podcast, an Ironclad original presented by Six Hour. This is a bonus episode, and it's something I recorded in late May of 2020 and just never got out there. So it's uh, reading some negative reviews, and negative reviews are fascinating to me because I think about somebody being on their deathbed and saying, oh, I wish I just left one more negative review on Amazon. Um, I'm not sure how many people are going to say that, but uh, a lot of people sure take a lot of time, energy, and effort to uh, to tell you how much they hate your work uh, or you as a, as a person uh, because they think they know you but uh, without ever meeting you. So I like to read those and uh, make a little commentary along the way. So that's what this is, uh, turning a, a negative into a positive. So uh, enjoy these negative reviews. And once again, if you're an author or anybody in the creative space, don't too much, put too much stock in uh, uh, the negative reviews that may be out there. Um, you can go to some of your favorite authors and they're going to be negative reviews. Some of the best works out there. You go to Amazon, you look in their review section, there's negative reviews there. So, uh, so, so don't put too much stock in them, have a little fun with them and uh, enjoy this episode. Danger Close. All right. So we had so much fun doing these bad reviews a couple months ago that uh, I had to do it again for Savage Sun. It's been out for about a month and a half now, and uh, I wanted to print out some of the better ones from Amazon and give them a read because people put some serious time, energy, and effort into uh, into doing these. So I uh, figured I'd share them with you because they're, they're kind of fun to read. Now, if you're an artist or an author out there, I don't recommend spending too much time in the pages of your reviews and on Amazon or, or anywhere else. But uh, I can only imagine how much more productive and fun to be around uh, these people are that put so much time, energy, and effort into these. And uh, I can only imagine that uh, if you're on your deathbed years down the line, that one of your last thoughts is not going to be, I wish I'd written more bad reviews. I wish I'd been more negative, more mean, and uh, ruined more people's days. But uh, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. But that's just a guess. And if you happen to hear some shooting in the background, that's exactly what it is, because I'm here at beautiful Thunder Ranch in Lakeview, Oregon, and uh, it's a shooting school, so that's what that is. All right, let's get going. Here we go. Save your money. I got about halfway through the book before I gave up, something I rarely do. Page after page about guns and what they do is not my thing. After through, or about halfway through the book, I couldn't figure out the plot, what was going on. If you're into guns, maybe you'll like this book, but it made no sense to me. Yeah, not for you. Definitely not for you. Quit buying my books. All right, dust cover missing. One star. Book was delivered via Prime without a dust cover. Brand new book? Come on now, seriously. Dust cover missing. One star. The author has nothing to do with the dust cover or it being missing from Amazon, but uh, thanks for the one star. All right, second new book that will not open. Also one star. Will not open, verified purchase, one star. Once again, I don't think that's the author's fault, but that's all right. We'll take that on board. Here we go. Uh -huh. This is a good one here. Let's see. I like techno thrillers a lot, but these books are absurd. If you watch interviews with Jack Carr, he's always overly excited and talks too fast, and that's exactly how his books read. All right, maybe you got me. Early in the book, he repeatedly refers to low-torque trucks and then describes in detail high-torque, low-gear vehicles. 
like Jack just didn't understand the whole concept and the editor sucked too. Honestly, just terrible. Go read some Clive Cussler or Tom Clancy instead. Both great authors. I have no issue with that there. All right, here we go. Science fiction. I guess the right marketing team behind you and anyone can write a book, huh? I don't know. I don't know. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. See how it turns out. All right, here we go. It's bad. I have read the other two books of the Terminal List series. I will be frank. I didn't like this book, and I didn't like the previous books either. And maybe stop reading them. I am professionally familiar with the gear, the Velcro, and guns that James Reese uses, and even I thought it was too much detail. This guy knows his Velcro. There are long stretches of this book that drag on and on to no end, which does a disservice to building the world of James Reese or making you care about him. I only read this book because I, I am isolated in my home as a result of COVID-19. Had I not, I would not have had anything else to do with my time and it would have been much more enjoyable. All in all, I blame the coronavirus for this bad review or the terrible author you can pick. Yeah, well, at least you know what you don't like. Here we go, poor writing, redaction. Am I the only one that has redaction sections in all three books? You are not. Uh, if I had remembered this about the first one, I wouldn't have bought the other two. Hmm. Return both of them, okay. Uh, there's a little page in the front there that explains the redactions. Here we go, what do we have here? Ho hum. Hmm. As to action, there's too much techno talk. Names and acronyms pop around like bouncing Betty Mines. All right, you do get credit for the bouncing Betty. A ploy carried over from the previous book is the random deletions of names and narrative throughout the text and the 17-page glossary of technical terms, incomplete as I discovered, trying to check the acronym and nicknames of the weapons used in the book. The objective is to make the book seem somehow more authentic. It's been checked by a government agency and redacted to preserve confidentiality when it really probably hasn't. It's window dressing. Well, it actually has. And... Uh, Sorry, blame your federal government and uh, your tax dollars at work. Let's see, I just had to stop reading. Despite shelter in place and not a lot to do, I could not finish this book. The whole island escapade seems to be a filler attempt. Even though I love the genre and enjoyed his first book immensely and the second one far less, Carr seems to have peaked. As one other reviewer mentioned, he doesn't mind setting up billboards for gun, gear, knives, liquor, etc. I gotta think he's getting ad dollars for so many mentions. No, unfortunately not. I can't tell you how it ends because I can't get that far and I don't care. Uh, I also agree it's time for SEALs to stop writing books for God's sakes. Thank you for your hazardous service and all, but enough already. Yeah, maybe I'll think about that. All right, Kindle customer, the story is five star. However, the redactions are still very annoying. One star review for the redactions mandated by the federal government. Oh well, that's just how it goes sometimes, Kindle customer. All right, here we go. I felt insulted by the main character's disdain for basically anyone not a beautiful woman or a trained killer. One star. All right, I'll give you that. Here we go, disappointing, sadistic. The violence is over the top and the hero, quote unquote, himself pretty much a nihilistic sadist, if your idea of a hero is a man who ties his victim's entrails to a tree and leaves them to be eaten alive, then this book is for you, not me. Having said all that, I would never have read anything else by Daniel Silva if I had read only his first novel. It sucked. 
It didn't. They're awesome. <laughs> However, I read the Gabriel Alon novels first. That's really his fourth novel, um, and continues the series from there, which are wonderful. Perhaps Mr. Carr's later novels are better than this one. I'll never know, because having spent my hard-earned money on this disappointment, I won't be buying any more. Ah, well, the uh, Daniel Silva first three novels are amazing, by the way. All right, right-wing hack. Navy SEAL goes on an, a murder-revenge mission against liberal, of course, politician that did him and his family and his unit. Wrong. That's an apt description. One star. Editing problem. The copy I read had a number of blacked out items in it, which ruined the flow of the novel I was trying to read. Yes, you need to read that little disclaimer in the beginning about the redactions. Okay, this is funny. This book needs to hit the gym because it's hella weak. <laughs> right. All right. One star. That's funny, though. I love books about spec ops, but this is some of the most derisive crap I've come across in a long time. I really tried to power through, but I could only make it about a third of the way before I threw up my hands in desperation and deleted the PDF. I ended up ordering and reading SOG, The Secret Wars of America's Commandos in Vietnam, which is a great book, by the way. Hope you enjoyed it. And the hero is good looking as are all of the women who want him. He demonizes liberals and creates jerk-off material for amosexuals who love to sit around and dream about killing those who oppose their views. Boring and stupid. Yawn. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, here we go. Garbage. I don't need a guy who did everything he writes about, more or less, and then describes it in very specific details on every damn page. Sucked. Yeah, that's thoughtful review. Boring, really slow and hard to follow. Where is the action? I thought the author was supposed to be a Navy SEAL or something. This reads like it was written by an IT manager at Intitech. Trust me, this book is anything but a thriller. All right, I like when people get creative with these. All right, here we go. Agree with all the five-star reviews. However, for my money, the, editor, the errors were unacceptable. The XXXX in the text are annoying. For a $12 book, that is unacceptable. The redactions in long strings should have been caught by using Spellchecker. Well, they're kind of mandatory in there, but uh, thanks for the five-star review that turned into a one. Here we go. Great book. Small font. <laughs> uh, here we go. This book lost the star for me hardcover first edition, because the font is smaller than the last two hardcover editions. I don't wear glasses, but find the font annoyingly small. It's well below standard. It's longer book than the first two. It's not. Uh, the smaller font is clearly to try to cut down on the number of pages. Hmm. No. <laughs> All right. The terminal lit. Oh, there we go. I don't want to miss this guy. Ah, bad. Really bad. This book was horrible. I don't normally read thrillers, but I'm quarantined, stuck at home, and heard good things about the series. There might be a couple other things you could do while stuck at home. But Upon reading several pages, it was apparent that the author is not much of an author. There's no literary devices, no attempt to paint a picture for you to envision what's happening. But even so, I pressed on. That's good. Don't quit. Thinking that this guy was a seal, so maybe the story is awesome, even if the writing is lackluster. Wrong again. Seriously, the most predictable piece of garbage I've read. It was so bad. All right, we get it. And yes, as others have pointed out about his political jabs and how all the bad guys are Democrats and obviously the Hartleys are based on the Clintons. 
This is horrible. Horrible writing, horrible story, horrible characters with no development or dimension. I'm angry that I wasted my time and finished it. Save your money. Okay. Uh, thanks for staying with it, though. Perseverance. The terminal list crashes my Kindle. All right. One star for crashing the Kindle. I downloaded the free sample and was hooked. So I bought the whole book, even though it was more than I wanted to pay. But I am not being allowed to read it. The terminal list crashes my Kindle app. Other books don't do that. Not even the free sample, just the terminal list that I paid for. Yes, I completely deleted the Kindle app from my Windows Surface and downloaded the new Kindle app from Amazon, reloaded the terminal list, and it crashed again. I would insist on a refund from Amazon, but I don't want a refund. I want to read the book, and it won't let me. Oh, by the way, after reading the free sample, I'm convinced there's a deep state conspiracy to keep me and others like me from finding out the truth to be found in the terminal list. One star. Here we go. Terrific sequel. It didn't receive five stars only because of the high price charged for the next book in the series. More than $12 for a Kindle version by a still-developing author seems a bit greedy. Uh, authors have no control over any of that. Uh, what do we have? Not going to waste any more time on a book I can't recommend. This writer must have had some bad experiences in the military. Ah, 20 years was all roses, all roses. Save your money, please. I downrate these books because of silliness and the ideas and the political objectives of the writer. This series is absurd. When I first wrote a review, I rated the book at two stars. I have changed that rating to one star. Absurd is one thing, but this book went from absurd to another place where the word absurd no longer functions. It got so silly, I could not keep reading. I was fortunate that I was not reading with scissors in hand or I would have put my eyes out. <laughs> wow, this guy's into it. Jekar has written three books in the series. The first two, while absurd, are fun to read and while being unbelievable, but other aspects of Mr. Carr that trouble me. His bio states he is a former Navy SEAL. Perhaps he is, perhaps he is not. Hmm. I've seen no data to confirm that assertion. One of the things that troubles me when I read his books are the redacted sections. In fiction, there are no requirements to redact. My lawyers will be thrilled to learn this. Thank you, I will pass this along. In a memoir, there may be, once again, my lawyers will be thrilled. If the memoir is from someone in the intelligence community, then yes. He does this to try to make believe he is telling you a truth. He is not. In the military, the actions are planned and based on intelligence. The end users never see the source. They don't need to. In this book, he claims that the deaths in Benghazi were the result of political incompetence or lack of concern. The investigation into Benghazi, after you discard the political posturing, Show this not to be true. Oh my goodness, I learned so much from this and I'm gonna pass this along so I don't have to do any of those redactions again. My goodness. Save time, just walks Fox and Friends and Infowars for a few hours. The author clearly has spent many years completely immersing himself in extreme right-wing politics and living in a conspiracy theory cocoon prior to putting pen to paper. I wish I could get my money back. <laughs> you probably can't. Uh, I have read many novels, good and bad, and this is far and away the worst I have ever read in my entire life. Please save yourself. <laughs> All right, uh, please do. And with that, that is the end of it. Thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode of Danger Close, an Ironclad original. 
presented by Six Hour. And remember, if you're an author out there or anybody in the creative space uh, and you can read reviews of your work online, don't put too much stock in them. Just uh, have a little fun with them and uh, turn them around, try to turn them into a positive. So hope you enjoyed that. And until the next time, stay strong out there. Keep fighting. In case you missed it, on a recent episode of Danger Close, an Ironclad original, Jack Carr sat down with former presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard. Set aside all the labels, you know, oh, well, because I've been getting asked this a lot, like, well, are you left or are you right? Are you progressive or are you conservative? What box do you fit in? Which box do you check? Completely. Are you an enemy or an Like, what filter should I use when I'm looking at you? And, like, I've always been an independent-minded person. Always. Be sure to check out the full interview wherever you get your podcasts.